Homegrown. That's the word I wanted. We are the best homegrown sports podcast in South Africa. The best. I'm going to put that on like every. Um, I'm going to put that on my my LinkedIn. Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banters, the podcast about rugby, and it's the World Cup Weekly episode three or four. I don't remember. I think it's three. Today I'm joined by Ant, making his uh, ERB World Cup Weekly debut. I'm very glad you are, Ant. This is the second last one. <laughs> last one's next week as we head into the quarterfinals. I'm glad I could, you know, sneak in an appearance just before the end. Yeah, you got capped. Full, full, full yeah, math. Exactly. The only ones without caps. Um, so hey, thanks, thanks for joining us. And then also joining us is Ben, who's currently fighting uh, his child, who refuses to go to bed. No, no, no. Uh, my, my wife's gone in there, and she's become quiet. So is she, I'm is, presuming the best, but he's sleeping. Is uh, is she the James Whisperer? No, no one's really the James Whisperer. That's the problem. We need to not put out a classified ad or something because. Like like some days like like during the day he was my my best friend today like he kept on crawling to me and looking at me and stuff but then at night like I couldn't put him down maybe because he just wanted to hang out. Oh, that's he nice. likes you too much. Hmm. It's not the worst problem to have when your kid likes you too much. Apparently that's something you need to hold on to and enjoy. Yeah, for like the twenty minutes they like you before they think you're a dick because you make them eat carrots and shit. That is quite a dick move, though, to be fair. Yeah, carrots, carrots are pretty bang average. I don't think, I, I don't know, up there, like, they're better than, like, spinach and Brussels sprouts and cabbage and... Yeah, no, I agree I with know, that. Like, of the vegetables you could be force-feeding your son, there's definitely worse ones. Like, I, I would say carrots in top 30% of vegetables. Oh, easy, yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know, like, if you count, like, gem squash... Do you guys count potato as a vegetable? Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, uh, apart from that little sidetrack, uh, lots of games to chat about and to review. Let's see, where's the where's the list over here? Right. South Africa versus Canada. Argentina versus the USA. Scotland versus Russia. Wales and Fiji, which was today. We'll have a quick uh, review of all those. And then previews, we've got to cover pretty much all the other games that are leading up to conclude the group stages of this Rugby World Cup. Australia versus Georgia, New Zealand versus Italy, England versus France, Ireland versus Samoa, uh, Namibia versus Canada. Uh, Alex insisted that we state that Namibia are the Martels and Canada are the Starks. That's how epic this clash is going to be, and Namibia reportedly are hyped to try to get their first World Cup win. Uh, also, then another clash of the second-tier teams, USA versus Tonga. This is where the real World Cup takes place. Wales versus Uruguay and Japan versus Scotland. Ben, before we were on you, you were telling us about World Cup Radio. I, I wish I'd I known about it sooner. Whoops. What, what is yo, that? Yo, it's, it's really cool. Uh, I, I recommend it if you um, basically have a bit of scarm, but you still want to follow at work. So you just go on the World Cup site, uh, Rugby World Cup, you know, the, the main site. Yeah. Then you just go matches and all the fixtures come up and then you go to the one that's currently happening and you click it. Then at the top, it'll say, I think it says listen live. It's like a little red tab and you just click it. You choose your language. You can get it in like German and Portuguese and stuff if, you know, you are German or Portuguese speaking. 
Yeah, oh, and then you can follow it. And yeah, it's really good. The they had uh, I don't know some people I don't know, but they had Kevin Mialama on today, who was pretty cool. Oh, that's and nice. And then then at the, the halftime they had an interview with uh, Nikki Little. You know the like former Fijian fly half kind of talisman guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it was like it's, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, and obviously it's yeah, yeah. If you are like if you do need to, for example, look at your computer during work, it is a useful. It's quite it's quite useful just to if you just want to follow the game. It's nice, but yeah, obviously it's better to watch the pictures. Nice. So is it more kind of radio commentary where they tell you you know it's not uh, Mappy, it's just going okay, and it's Pollard, Dillendi, um. Yeah, yeah, no, it is more obviously they. They're aware that you, you don't see the pictures. You know, it's not, it's not perfect. Like, it's not, I don't think rugby lends itself, I think cricket commentate, cr- cricket really lends itself to radio nicely. Yeah, it does. But, uh, but exactly rugby, oh, there's, there's so much going on. And like at one point during the Fiji Wales game, they were just like, ooh, 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 ooh. And I was like, what's happening? And then they, like, because the, the commentators were just, like, so, like, shocked, and then, uh, yeah, I don't think anything came of it. Yeah, the they, they're not doing a very good job of commentating. No, no, that, that, that was, that was a bit, that was a bit, actually, the, the Fiji Wales, they had a Welsh guy and an English guy on who weren't, um, who, I would say they're the worst of the three games today. Of course, of course, the Welsh. We're one of the first. Uh, well, that's the start of the, with the reviews. We can just chat about. Oh, but but saying saying that saying that they said every Fijian name perfectly. Ah. Would is something to be said if you are listening, Super Sport. Hmm. Uh, well, before we get on to Fiji, let's just get on to South Africa versus Canada very briefly. Kurbis Ranoch, he broke the World Cup record for scoring a try in the quickest time ever. I actually don't know how long it was. Patrick. Sorry, no, no, not a try. Hat-trick. A hat-trick. Sorry. Yeah, a hat-trick, yeah. In 20, the previous record of 25. Yeah, he did it in 20. The box running out, 66, was it 69? 66-7 winners uh, over the Brave Canadians, who, unfortunately, they did suffer a red card due to a tip-tackle uh, by the player. I know you went into the Springbok change later. Oh, it wasn't a tip-tackle. It was, a, was a clean to the shoulder uh, to the head. Sorry, forgive me. To the thinking. head. I was thinking of the Fiji But Wales actually, game. Canada Canada played better after the red card. I think against Namibia, Namibia should panic if Canada get, they get like two or three reds. But who made the point in the group? That teams often who go down to 14 men, um, they often play a lot better in a weird way. Uh, it used, I'm not it gonna bring up used to happen a bit more, <laughs> but these days I think the way defensive systems work, everyone sort of does something. Hmm. So I, I I used to it didn't used to affect the game as much. I find yellow and red cards affect the game massively these days. No, it's true. I don't know if I don't know if you and Ant have the same sort of um, perception. No, it's true. I feel um, like it's always been fairly influential, but like I mean, if you, I don't know if you, teams aren't exactly scoring more points than they down a man or up a man. Sorry, um, as evidence in the Fiji Wales game today. But I don't know if it's has become more influential or if teams are just reacting better to it and adjusting and therefore doesn't seem to be. Well, I, I know that the All Blacks, they often train. Well, I know even now they train with 14 men. To against Tonga. Yeah, well, against Tonga. But, uh, uh, but generally uh, uh, speaking, uh, uh, because I of the other cards. 
but I find that a bit weird because how do you know who's going to get sent off? Oh, you know. Obviously, you... Yeah, but I mean, so you're like, okay, let's play without a center, and then your, whatever, your scrum off gets sent off. Like, how do you, like, is that a comparable situation? I guess not, but I think maybe it's just more to deal with the mentality. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe on defense, maybe on defense is less important who gets sent off, but on attack, obviously, it must matter. Sure. Mm. Are the buck performance? Yeah, I think it's players in the team where it does matter so like if you lose your scrum off or your fullback but like you know, if you lose a line side rope that probably doesn't change your defensive pattern too much you know weirdly if you lose a wing as well it also disrupts your defense quite a lot yeah yeah anyone that's kind of in the backfield receive kicks um, yeah. just, just on the South African performance to, to move, move things along uh, Reinach obviously very impressive I I felt Achis Neyman was outstanding though caveat you can't really take that much from from these sort of games but at least he'll be here for the bench uh, among among the springbok players who impressed you from their performance uh i thought alton yanchi was really good i know right. i've received a bit of flack from that flack from that mainly from us diehard sharks fans like and but i don't know like i was i thought i thought he was Stuff proper he did well he did real. well but he did a lot of yeah, stuff that was good as well yeah, actually, Alton in the first 30 minutes was fucking heat. Yeah. No, we were we were very much on form. Also very notable, Francois Herbert scoring his first test try at zero motion. You know, because he's an absolute professional. I know, I know some members of the podcast have given France shit recently for, for un-rugby-related things. But uh, France really, really, <laughs> really, really stuck there, it to... There and... was a... <laughs> When I when I was in uh, I think it was under fifteen or under sixteen, we had, we had quite a we had quite a neat little um, it was a little like tap penalty move basically. What would happen is the prop would um, well scrum off a tap pass to like a prop or a hooker or whatever, who would just crash who would just like take first contact. You know, like a schoolboy rugby. You know, you just tap it and give it to a fat guy who runs it, yeah. and you know he just takes. Yeah, you just you try to see how far they can go, and then but straight away he would have two cleaners on him, so we'll just like recycle the ball really fast, and then we'd have two guys running like a switch. It just worked really like basic guys running like a sort of like a cross, and they would cross at the scrum off, and the scrum off would give it to one of them. And I don't know, it was it was pretty hard to defend against, like, and you know, an under fifteen level. Um, so anyway, we were playing against a pretty shit team, and we'd done this move like four times, and we just scored every time. So then finally, they this team sort of cottoned on. So basically, what they did is they just put like three defenders on each runner, okay? And then, um, then so the scrum off taps, gives it to the prop, and literally there's no one in front of the prop, okay? Yeah. So this guy just runs. But then before the try line, he basically just falls down and places the ball, and then that too, just so we could like run the move, just because he was so he was so not used to scoring. He was so like programmed as a prop, like I do not score. I just ran. I ran into the man. The man wasn't there, so he just panicked. Like open try line, just basically lay down and place the ball. I feel that's, that's kind of like what happened to Frank. Yeah, I kind of feel that's what happened to Francois Herbert. Like he was like. Oh fuck! What happened? Like Rossi's gonna give me shit for this. This isn't my job. 
Um, all right, but beyond that, any just so we can keep this keep this chugging. Any any further comments from the essay game? As expected, I know we have a long wait. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something a bit controversial here, especially because his stats seem pretty good. But, but I wasn't that impressed with Damien Willemson. For all the for all the hype and praise he's been getting, I thought he got he got caught a lot. He, I haven't seen much, you know, much just, about the way he played, but I don't. Oh, I agree. I've seen so many think. tweets about if Damien Willemser doesn't start, you know, like the next game, he should be on the bench, like all this stuff. Like, I, no, he must I, fucking I, I do, do it. All I do this think game. He, I do think he will be on the bench, though. I, that's my yeah, I can, but that's not just that's just because he's more versatile, but that's yeah. not because of the performance. He no. seemed to be trying to do far too much to try to prove himself every time he got the ball. Yeah. He was just trying to step away. He never looked to pass, and I just yeah, he wasn't particularly effective at anything. He didn't look to you know put any pressure kicks or anything. So I, mm-hmm. I agree with Ben on this one. It wasn't a great performance. It wasn't wasn't one that made me go like, ooh, Billy's place is under threat, which I don't think it would be would be anyway. But yeah. like, um, and I'll probably get hate for that. But that's hmm. more just a long term no. justified decision uh, given. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I was. I've been to question my sanity a bit. Uh, all, right, look, all right, look, we'll we'll leave it there, but I think that's that's, that's a fair comment. Uh, but I think just based as based. <laughs> my, my, my my wife just walked out of James's room, just shaking her head. I don't know what's up. Oh, I just heard him, so clearly she is not the James whisperer. Um, other people who aren't very good at whispering to, to props. Can I just say quickly before you change? Um, I thought. Um, it was lucky to see in Corsi get very, very stuck in and involved in the left wing. Um, uh, there's been yeah, a lot of us yeah. calling to, um, you know, move there instead of a pimpy just because he offers a bit more dynamicism, like he can step and he's a better defender under the high ball and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just, I think the locks demonstrated that they are just all very good. So, you know, having an impact player like, oh, hey, come off the bench is very exciting. Yeah. No, 100%. And actually, I'm glad you mentioned Nkosi as well. He had a very good game. It's just a pity he won't start at 11 in the quarters. Well, I doubt it. Anyway. Okay, can, can, can we also can... say how great is Scott Brits? Oh, yeah. He's, the, he's going to be the favorite of the World Cup. Like He's the most lovable did, did, human in the did world. You see, did you see the, the video of him uh, like giving the, the ball girl like a little a little bow? Every water ball. Every, sorry, every boy at line time he bowed to them first and then he bowed to the crowd when he came off it was just very yeah like that Oaks a, he's a gem he's living no, no, he's, he's going to be like yeah he's going to be one of the most likable players in rugby like he probably is the most likable player in rugby actually well yeah think about it he retires comes back plays super rugby and gets plays springbok rugby and then gets to go to a world cup in japan and he's just like the ultimate probably like dad's dad in the squad you know, Worm Skulk. So he's, yeah. he's just having yeah, no after, after the game, Victor was talking about now, like, it's quite tough mentally for the guys. Because, you know, it's pretty much now the, the starting 23 is not going to change in the next, in the next hopefully, three games. So. Yeah, probably not. So the, you were talking about, like, how do, you, how do you keep those, the reserve, well, the not the reserves, the, the non-playing reserves motivated? 
because obviously something might happen and they might need to be called up. So you can't just have them kind of sulking. So he said that that's where a guy like uh, uh, Skulk Brits is so important because he like keeps the guys like he is. Hmm. So he's like you organize golf, you'll go for like a few drinks and stuff. You'll like make sure they focus on practice. Like he's like he's so important to a team in that context. Hmm. Well said. Um, I think, and I think the team environment in general though is one where like everyone seems to know their role as a squad. You know, it does. There doesn't seem to be like Oaks are bleak about being on the bench or not rotating. Like I think. Hmm. Rusty's been pretty clear, I mean, for the last six months at least, about who his first choice are. Um, you know, so I don't think people are, like, stressing about trying to fight for a position, you know, that maybe guys in other teams are. So I think people would accept it and come, come to terms with it a while ago, you know, before the World Cup, um, which, you know, makes the environment a little bit easier to, uh, you know, to motivate yourself to keep performing. Because, you know, you win as a team and as a squad and stuff like that. So it's... That's true. It's legacy. Um, you know, I mean, the mouth, like... Behind the scenes stuff you see with Oaks, it just really seemed to be getting along really, really well. Um, this is cool to see. Yeah, I, well, just a final, final comment on this before moving on. I've, I've, I don't know where I read it, but apparently, often the most important people in the squad are the 11 that aren't playing because those are the guys that, in a way, who, who, A, let's be good tourists, B, they've got to make sure that the reserves and the starting team stay sharp keeping squad cohesion together. So uh, I think that's an ill-forgotten point and a key part of management, actually, uh, doing the management of expectations. Uh, Argentina, they did not meet expectations in this World Cup. They beat the USA 44-17. Um, disappointing campaign. And uh, look, uh, the USA did at least rack up, uh, put in a better performance than they did. Just a quick, what would you call it, uh, post-mortem at Argentina's World Cup. Most upsetting. Sum- sum- summarized by Tomas Lamini. Do it's weird because I don't think they played that, that badly against France. There were, two points from, there were two points from making the playoffs. So it's not like it's, you know, doom and gloom. Yeah, so no, one of no, 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 but I mean, the, the, the perceptions doom and gloom, but really, okay, but for that red card, I thought they were, they were doing well against England. And obviously, but for two points, they could have beaten France. So it is, it kind of shows the, 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 the nature of professional sport that the margins for success and failure are just so are just so narrow. Yeah, I mean but, compare that to no, Scotland. They're going to get knocked out, and they've played, you know, probably much better rugby than Argentina, and they're also going home. So it's it is tough. There are small margins. Um, well, are they going yeah, home? I think you're back in Japan here. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And if the game or gets called, backing, or you're back, or you're backing Typhoon Haggis. Either or, I think maybe it's just blind hope that I just want Japan to go through, because <laughs> that'd be very cool. But well, just to, to bring if, it back if, to, to if, Ar- you say, if you say it enough time, it'll happen. So Argentina, Isn't that how- uh, USA. Um, I think you, you make a good point. Just that Argentina were very good against France, but it was too little, too late, unfortunately. And then the, the red card really spoiled things. Uh, against England and they're giving them a good go. And that's a, but that's a disappointing thing. They've just lived up to the stereotype, um, particularly what Lavanini. He has a walking red card, so maybe we should have seen it coming. I'm not fulfilling their potential because they are good enough, yeah. but their forms in a way mirror the Aguardas from Super Rugby. Yeah, like and do, do you know what? You, you can't you can't say you can't say anymore that. It's, oh, no, they're not being exposed. Because they get to play in Super... They have every advantage, basically. 
you know, they, they get to, they, they got invited yeah. to Super Rugby. They got invited to the Rugby Championship. They really should actually be doing better. Yeah. That's a, that's a disappointing thing. Um, but yeah, their campaign. They will fundamentally struggle by just having a smaller pool of players than every other team, you know, which is fair to mention. Um, but yeah, it, they have been given a lot of opportunities, so it is disappointing um, if they haven't made it out. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know, maybe just this year, like you know, they put so much effort into the Jaguars campaign, campaign where they really did well, but the whole test season they really haven't quite Yo, delivered. Well, someone was saying this is as well. Like they just, I don't know if it was the fact that before they back, before the World Cup or, they'd lost ten games in a row or something. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's probably also a downside of playing in the world in in the rugby championship is if they come away the rugby championship with one win, you know, then they've done well because they're playing us, you know, New Zealand and Australia. Like that's three good teams. It's tough to get wins against them. So and it's the same problem with Italy to a lesser extent in the Six Nations is that you're continuously losing. So you always just, you know, you don't have any chance to build up confidence. Hmm. Which can't be you know good going into a campaign. Yeah. Where you know, game is a. By by all accounts, uh, the USA weren't bad. Yeah, they they certainly looked a lot better um, in in getting 17 points on the board. At least they ended ended their camp. Wait, they still have a game. Sorry, I think they do. No, they still got a game. Tonga, Tonga, they big game. Right, the big one. Um, Yeah, I'm not quite sure. You reckon they're going to beat Tonga? I mean, we'll get into the previews now, but uh, I think they're certainly in the fighting chance. Yeah, we'll see. Wait for the preview. Watch the space. We will. I guess we'll, we'll get there now. Uh, I guess moving on to Scotland versus the clearly the worst team at the World Cup, Russia, cutting them to ribbons. Uh, I just I was watching the highlights. The one try. Uh, I think Russia's just by the worst I think Canada have been looking worse than Russia. I don't know, dude. Russia, Russia. I I think I think Russia have looked worse every game. Yeah. I think Russia's, yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's summarized by they were five, five, a few minutes it's from their line. Points that they recycled they, the they, ball, and then five? the Scottish nine just intercepts it over the try line and just puts it down. That sums up. That oh, but it that up. happens with what, the Brumbies or the Rebels or someone? You know, no, like, I'm, that I'm, I'm just referring to the context that, of the that, 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 happened to, that, happened to, that happened to bloody Canada as well. Look, yeah. I think but the fact that... Russia took, what, 30 against Japan, who's probably going to top their pool. They took 35 against Ireland, who are the number one team in the world before the World Cup. That's not a bad. If you compare that to Canada, who took, what, 70 against the All Blacks and, you know, almost 70 against us. Like, I think Canada are worse than Russia. I think the boxing well, we, end up yeah. better than Ireland. <laughs> Big calls. I thought you were going to say that, that Canada. I was like, well, I such, such an astute observation. Yeah, Congratulations. Very clever. Um, but yeah, uh, and uh... Yo, no, no, but 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 to to be to be honest though, the the way especially New Zealand and the box to a less extent play, they more likely to completely just dick on a team. Yeah, no, I was like, like yeah, Scotland would because they're just leery, you know, and we just you know, run over. Scotland doing the business and doing what they need to do ahead of their big clash. The big clash, I think, on Sunday uh, against Japan, um, which 
I think will be very interesting. Is they're a team very unlike Ireland. They play very differently. I know Ireland put on their best performance of the tournament thus far against them. So, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that now in the previews when, when they face Japan. But they did as is expected in some, if, if you want to look at some interesting tries. Especially, oh, forgive me, I don't know the name of their number 11 wing. He ran like 95 meters and then offloaded the ball for someone else to score. Seymour? Seymour. He will see more. Is it that dumb? It might not be Seymour. Just... Anyway. Uh, yeah, let's move on to probably the game. What is interesting is um, Adam yeah. Hastings is uh, to Gavin Hastings' son, grandson. Oh. He's what made his debut in the World Cup. 26 points. He's like third on the all-time Scottish points scorers in one match list. Um, he's one of the top point scorers at the World Cup already. <laughs> like, it almost had a hat-trick at the end there as well. Um, it, is a very it is. It is. It is weird that all these like try scoring lists and stuff, they're all like so tight to the top. Like, you know, we all expected like one or two players to really just put their hands up in the group stages and completely kind of be on like seven or eight tries by now. Yeah, I think it doesn't help. It hasn't really. Us and New Zealand particularly have rotated a lot. I mean, we were really the teams that we're going to dick the most, and we have. Hmm. Um, But, you know, I think we've rotated our teams, and neither team's really been able to pick up. But build up a lot of head of steam with a single player. Now, if you look at New Zealand, they've got like three players in the top 10 score, top point scorers. Yeah, and that's good. And they're yeah. going to dick on Italy big time. So, uh, yeah. And yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll pop us at top point scorers, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, well, let's move on to Wales versus the People's Champions, Fiji. Fiji came storming out the blocks, uh, but unfortunately, they had Josh Adams' hat trick downed them. I, I'm, Fiji irritate me because they play a great brand of rugby, but look, I think they're still going to finish third in the group based on, because Uruguay will be thumped by Wales, I assume. They won't get the bonus points. And then Georgia face Australia. I don't see, I don't see Georgia scoring four tries or losing by seven points. So this Fiji will come third in quarterfinal automatically for the next World Cup. But it's a real shame that they lost their game to Europe. I would, I would prefer, actually, if they didn't, if they have to go through qualifying, because I think they could do with the, with the cohesion mm. that that would bring. Because it's not like they won't qualify. I don't know. Anything's possible. Actually, I think Fiji are the team that have played at every World Cup. Uh, maybe yeah. But uh, overall exciting game, but um, I think you can see that Wales were finding it a bit hard to live with Fiji in the first 20 to twenty to 30 minutes. But gradually they came back into the game. I think it was their great organisation. Uh, Jonathan Davis, he was pretty solid at 13, setting up a couple of tries. Adams did the business as well. Liam Williams. Mm, Liam Williams did get booted by um, Sherbert. Sorry. Yeah, God, he's good. Jeez, like, he's so flipping good. But I got to the point where he felt he had to do everything himself. In a weird way. Yeah, I was just... Um, where he just kind of said, like, look, we accept it's our last game. We've just got to give absolutely everything. So I just did everything. No, he's... Sorry, Ben. Sorry, uh, uh, I, I was listening to the... The, the commentary on this. I haven't actually watched anything on Fiji. But they were kind of talking about Vola Vola, like he was just kind of doing nothing. 
the commentators were like, oh, he's just getting the ball and just throwing it around and, like, he doesn't really care. And I don't know if that's a, if that was just the commentators over-exaggerating or was it actually a, something you um, saw? I mean, that is kind of a volleyball type thing. He does occasionally just kind of go into his, not his shell, but just do his own thing. Um, I mean, sorry, just becomes a, a passer and sets up play for the guys outside and, um, and then... You know, the Fiji's game plan is is built around everyone doing all the stuff. Um, but, you know, you don't necessarily need your fly-up to create the play. You can get Rajada to pop up in centre, breaking the line, and then offloading. Centre, yeah. scrum half, fly half, wing. Heck, you could probably even play number eight if you really, if you really had to. I wouldn't put it past him. I'd be very comfortable with him at eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think most teams would love to have him uh, at eight. Uh, Wales they they're gonna top the group, so they will most likely face France. I guess I'm just England will be favourites against France. Uh, I guess you'd back Wales to beat the French, particularly since the French reportedly uh, they're going through crisis because the captain's been dropped. I don't understand why they're going through a crisis because. They have actually they haven't lost a game, but in in a weird way the French campaign has been the opposite of the Argentinian campaign. Well, yeah. we're, okay, I'm not saying Argentina played well, but France haven't played that well, but they've won every game so far. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they nearly they nearly chucked it against um, Tonga. Tonga was it Tonga? Yeah, yeah it was. It was again. Tonga's Tonga's the the old enemy of France, though. Yeah, from 2011, from from New Zealand. Um, So I think that that clash uh, will be interesting. But I guess just to round up the games, the games this far this week, Fiji's tournament comes to an end. They will be back. Uh, But I think they they did provide some wonderful rugby and also uh, one of the bigger bigger talking points they lost to to Uruguay as well. So there'll be some naval gazing there. While Wales march on, uh, I, I thought they were very impressive against Australia and they've now virtually done the business. They have one game remaining where they're going to make Uruguay suffer, unfortunately. I feel Uruguay's got one of the best kits. Um, I, I do really like it. It's really pretty. So... Uh, yeah? Um, I, I want to say if... Fiji had faked two prop injuries and got uncontested scrums in the first like five minutes. They would have won that game. <laughs> Maybe. I, I also felt their first forward pass call was a little harsh. I don't know. I felt that he that it came out the hands backwards. But ma- maybe I'm deluded. I don't know. I, I was Didn't just. It was absolutely forward. Uh, um, well, the referee no, said I so. Didn't think it, <laughs> I didn't think it was forward. Yeah, That's the, the, the issue. The TMO was very unequivocal about it. He was like, oh, "I don't know, very much forward pass." I was like, "Okay." I just felt bad. It was just a really nice try. That's all. Uh, right. Looking at the previews. First up, we've got Australia versus Georgia. Oh, we need to do Super picks, guys. Um, I'm glad you're here, Ant, to, to keep the good run, good times going. I'm trying to find... I think we're sitting... We do quite well at Super Brew, hey? We're like once. top 10%, aren't we? Yeah, normally we butcher it quite badly. So, um... It is like, you know, New Zealand versus Canada. It's hard to get wrong. <laughs> no, but we, we getting the mar- we're getting the margins and stuff, though. Yeah, we're now sitting uh, 90% win success. Our margin's 11.8, with average being 16. And we're currently ranked 10,000th, kind of, in the world from 330,000 players, and 5,000 just under from 228,000 players in South Africa. So we, we're top percentile, guys, which is very exciting. Thus far, we called South Africa by 47, so we missed that. 
They won by 59. Um, we called Argentina, geez, we just snuck it on the margin, eh? Uh, Argentina by 35, the one by 30. Scotland by 40, the one by 61, so we missed that. And Wales, we said 14, got the margin, the one by 12. So uh, we're pushing up the table. So, uh, next game, that's on Friday. That's taking place at the Shizuoka Stadium in Copa in uh, Fukuroi. That's on 12-15 in South African television. Australia versus Georgia. What score Australia going to win by? Um, 32? 35. I will... I'm, I, I think Ant's right. It'll be higher. Because I want to put in a good performance. I, I, I'm going to back his 35. You reckon? Because I reckon they're going to play very much their B team because they can't risk... They can't play... The, and then they would want to rest their guys for the quarters, wouldn't they? Yeah, but this is this is this differential pick that'll push us even higher up the rankings. But they've got the tired right wing, which is very exciting. So imagine how good they're going to be now playing with two wings. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be weird. Like they're not going to like they're going to be giving it to, to like clear the ball and stuff, and he won't know what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> then uh, on Saturday, kicking off the action, a quarter past quarter two seven at the City of Toyota Stadium in Toyota and uh, Aichi, New Zealand versus Italy. Um, even if New Zealand will play their B team, well, no, they will. Uh, well, I don't know. Is there, is there any way? Is there any way New Zealand cannot make the play if they lose to Italy and Italy? Yes. Get a, like mm-hmm. win, Italy, so win, Italy beat New Zealand with, with a, a bonus, bonus point. Yeah, actually, and no, New if, Zealand don't get a bonus. If Italy beats just beat New Zealand and New Zealand don't get a bonus point, Italy will go through in head to head. But that's not going to happen. Oh, oh. that would be amazing. Yeah, no. God, yeah, do you know what? Also, also, I think Italy need to fly in four new props. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, because two, both their tight heads got injured, and both their loose heads got banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that plan's going to really right, suffer from economic fuel use. There's four props on it. Well, no, well, presumably, maybe they only need to fly. They need to fly at least two props, let's say that. That is quite funny. This come for like a week, a week holiday in Italy. Um, New Zealand, how many points will they rack up against Italy? I don't, I don't think it needs to score that much. I would say similar to, I'd say 35, 40 around there. I was going to say more. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon like 60. Italy did alright against New Zealand last time they played them, actually. I think it was 30-odd, 15 or something. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that seems way too optimistic. Okay, well, what did you say, Ben? The margin? About 40. 40. Okay, well, since I ignored you, I'll, I'll take 40. And do, do, do you want 40? 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, England versus France. Oh, no, no. Don't, 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 don't say 40. Say like 39 or 41. 41. Um, right. Then, okay, well, there's two games under threat. There's a, a typhoon or something of that nature coming in. Uh, that's threatening the the England-France game at the International Stadium in Yokohama. That's meant to be a quarter past 10 on Saturday. England versus France and perhaps even the Japan-Scotland game at the same venue. So we'll still wait and see. If that's the case, if both those games are cancelled, 
um, and not moved, though there has been a talk that they might be moved to a different stadium south, even though World Rugby said that they wouldn't do so. Naughty, naughty. Um, England and Japan would go through as topping respective groups. So that, that's one to watch. But if the game goes ahead, England versus France, I'd imagine England played at A-side. Bolivar Lopola apparently is walking around, but we're not quite sure if he'll start. I'd, I'd probably back England by about 12 points against France. I just think they're a much better organised team. And they, it seems to me they're gathering a good head of steam. Uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't think England have played that well. I don't think they've really had a chance to play that well as well, to be fair. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. They've, the only time that they've really been pushed was the 20 minutes against Argentina. So they haven't really needed to perform, to be fair. Um, yeah, and oh, I don't know, because, you know, France are so used to imploding that, you know, like they sometimes thrive under it. <laughs> So, yeah, what's, yeah, uh, what's your call? Yeah, it's got to be England, surely. Eh? It's got to be England, yeah. But, I'd say England by like 15. I reckon they'll put a fair bit of it. Yeah. 15? 15, 12, and... Drum roll for and. I said Anthony? 15. Huh? Uh, 15 as well. Oh, okay. I said 15 as well. Uh, oh, my, my bad. Uh, like I reckon maybe doing yeah, comfortable. But no, comfortable. It's quite a big win um, by tier one standards. Then but, I, but, but, but you get a, you, you get a comfortable fifteen and uncomfortable fifteen. Yeah, it's true. Flattering, flattering to deceive. Then following up that shit, yeah, there's a lot of games on Saturday. Uh, Twelve forty-five SA time uh, at the Fukuoka Hakatona Namori Stadium in Fukunoka. I felt like I nailed that. Ireland versus Samoa. So, Ireland, I guess. Though I think yeah. their major concern, you won't see Johnny Sexton on that field, that's for sure. Um, just they're probably worried about injuries. It is, it is quite a weird one, though, because they're going to want the bonus point there to give them a bit of comfort, surely. Huh? This is correct. But... They also obviously they don't want to play. They, they don't want to risk injuries to their big guys, their main guys. And Samoa is the kind of team that causes injuries. Yes, that's stereotyping. Uh-huh. It's true though. Yeah, sorry, you're gonna get called out. It's true someone. though. It, but they got like two yellows against Russia, didn't they? For high tackles, and they play hard. Samoa, they're not a fun <laughs> team to play against at all. <laughs> If if ask ask Ireland if they would rather play Scotland again or play Samoa, I think they'd rather play uh, Scotland again. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Sorry, I was just taking this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think they're gonna. I think what they're gonna do is start start a B team, but then have a pretty stacked bench. Yeah. No, they in case have, they need, they'll definitely have some firepower in reserve. I reckon. Yeah, because they they got to. Because they got to get that bonus point, really. Yeah, no, they have to. If they just win the game, they want, uh, put them on 15, which means Japan only have to score four tries or lose by seven. Oh, so top, don't, top Japan top. just need two points. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then they go through. Like, they were a very simple... They just need to draw. 
Um, they just, yeah, need, a, they just need to pull a. They just need pull a Corbett Rednach and just score three tries in twenty. One, they just need one guy to score three tries in twenty five minutes. Yeah. In just one more try, then it's done. Yeah, and if they get then four they tries, they should be odds on to be within seven, one way or the other. So yeah. Ireland, uh, what are they going to win by? I think they'll. Oh, hmm. if Sexton's not playing, yeah, twenty to thirty. I don't, they, they don't have the ruthlessness or the players to, you know, destroy a team like Samoa does. Yeah. I mean, like Scotland does, sorry. Scotland, you know, they can just play some magic. Yeah, they can turn it on. Yeah. I'll say Ireland by 31. Nice. Nice. Right, the second biggest game uh, of the pool stage is Namibia, the Martels, versus Canada, the Starks, from the cold north Namibia from, from the warm and hot south. Yes, Alex. Alex really insisted that we go that way. Is, isn't this the most? This is the most important game of the pool stages. We've discussed this. Uh, so I apologise. It is the most important game uh, of the pool stages. So Africa and New Zealand come in just in second. It's taking place at the Kamiashi Recovery, Memor- Recovery Memorial Stadium in Kamiashi. It's fuck. It's at quarter past five in the morning. Jeez. Okay, that's yeah. really good. That's Sunday. Really good. Yeah, that's kind of early. I know yeah. Alex will be up. Would, if he's not up and I'm not seeing messages in the group at the, quarter past five of the morning, I'll be disappointed. I'll be watching the extended highlights for that one, I think, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm at, I'm at a couple of parties on Saturdays. So I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, okay, but really well, just, 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 just stay up. Stay up, Adam. Stay up. Dude, I can't do it anymore. Hey. Hangovers kill me. Um, realistically speaking, the Namibia... Like your voice on most Sunday podcasts proves that you can. No, I, I've already warned I'm not going to make Sunday. I have a feeling I'm going to be in a poor state. Uh, Lubio favourites they've played some pretty good rugby up to this point among the tier 2s um, I think they've been one of the highlights uh, personally speaking Canada meanwhile are if answers to be believed the worst team at the World Cup so Namibia are favourites uh, to claim their first ever Rugby World Cup win do we agree on this? I oh, would man. back um, Namibia yeah, I'm backing, but but there's one thing I'm unsure of, and that's the scrum, because obviously both Namibia and Canada pretty much got shunted in the scrums. Yeah. By, by other the other teams they've played, but, yeah, but it's, it's hard to gauge. It's <laughs> no, no, no. Like like both like Namibia and Canada, both got shunted in the scrums by New Zealand, Italy, and South Africa. Do we agree? Yes. But to to what extent did they got did they get shunted? That's what I don't really because for all we know the the Canadian scrum is actually way better than the the Namibian scrum. Yeah. But because the other scrums are so much better, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's so they, to, to 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 they, me that's an unknown. Like they, they could only maybe be, maybe they packed on first. Like they got they got stuffed up so badly in the scrubs to such a degree it was impossible to understand how shut their scrum really was. They hit max. Yo, well, no, you know, it's it's like if a uh, if like an under if an under eleven team plays Real Madrid, or an under eighteen or an under eighteen team plays Real Madrid, they'll both get fucked up. So you won't really know know which one's better in a way. Like, yeah. Uh, so, but so what's your prediction, Namibia or Canada? Namibia. Okay. I got it back, Alex. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. I'm and... very tempted to say to say Canada just to screw with Alex. Um, you can. But no, realistically, I think you could be no, Namibia should <laughs> Namibia should and will win this. Okay. And, and I'm gonna make 
Uh, uh, and Torsten van Jarsfeld is, I think, the best hooker in the world. I'm not sure, but I think he is. Is he better than Tyler Ardron? At, at uh, hooker, definitely. That, yeah. No, no, I, th- I think Torsten. Torsten against New Zealand. Honestly, if if you had to give a first half player of the match, it would have been him. Torsten is a good player. Yeah, no, we, we, like, we like he's a, I think. I honestly think watching him, I was like, this guy could have played for South Africa. I yeah, reckon. No, 100%. Yeah, I, I, I don't all get that idea. Yeah, when uh, Adrian Strauss really hit the downturn, a piece of me thought, I wish we had Torsten van Jarsveld. That would have yeah. been a lot better. No, no, but I, I think now, if he was if he was there instead of Skulk Brits now, I don't think... Like, I think he's better, he's better than Aka. Huh? Yeah. No, yeah. So, so more better than Joseph Weber. No, 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 no. Let's. No. Uh, well, well, of course, he's not better than Joseph Weber. Hold your horses, there, <laughs> young man. Uh, and you know, for the for the archery, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, well, Namibia. Let's let's give a let's give a point selection. I'm going to say Namibia are going to win by nine. I actually have no clue. I know they're going to win. Yeah, I know they, they, there's so much stuff up in the air because it's hard to... 11. Because granted, Namibia, you know, did better against, like, Italy and stuff. But... Canada might bring them to Namibia down to their level. Is it going? I don't know. I'm going to go with nine. I'm going to go with nine. Um, what do you guys say? Yeah, yeah. I like nine. I'm back nine. All right. Uh, right, USA versus... They're nine for the Yankees, so... Yeah, three kicks. Uh... USA versus Tonga. I've picked Tonga and my Superbrew. I, I think Tonga are definitely trending upwards, huh? Yeah, they've played better as the tournament's gone on. Uh, no, I don't think they, they do, I, I don't think the USA are better than them. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Um, but it's just the pity. I, I don't know. The, the, USA have, the USA have Jacques Ferry. Huh? <laughs> yeah, and Gary Gold. Not as a player. And former Sharks I'm trying to focus on box, uh, Sharks Supreme Gary Gold. It is taking place at the Hanazono Stadium. Do you think Gary? Do you think Gary Gold is the name he was born with? Yeah, it does sound made up. It, uh, it sounds too like you know, like real estate agent. Uh, this game, ladies and gents, is, is kicking off at 7.45, uh, as I said, at the Hanasono Arabi Stadium in Hakushu, Osaka. I mean, I think Tonga going to win. It sounds like we're all in agreement, but what margin? I feel like this could be quite close, though. Yeah. I liked your nine before, Adam. I'm feeling it again. Sweet. Yeah, at some point, it's got to come right. Let's put nine. It's not quite 11. It's not quite 10. It's not quite eight. It's nine. That obvious. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, thanks, thanks for describing nine, Adam. Yeah, I've never my, my felt it was necessary to describe a number before, but you did well done. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll check that. I'll, I'll check that one off of the old belt. Uh, right, the <laughs> Kumamoto Stadium in uh, Kumamoto will be hosting Wales versus Uruguay. That's at ten fifty on Sunday. Uh, yeah, Wales will win. They won't play the first string side, but I think they will win handily. I'd probably say it by about 40 points. Oh, I reckon Wales, Wales looked in the mood to cut teams apart. I would say 55. Oh, okay, and? 
trending upwards? I've been picking consistently too low, well, pre tournament. So, yeah, let's go, let's go high. Do we say 94? Uh, no, no, not saying 94. No, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, I thought you were going to agree with Ben, let's go slightly higher, like 57 or something. <laughs> no, I'll go, I'll go 60. 60, alright. So, Ben said, what did you say, Ben? 55. He said 55, 60, so I'll split the difference at about 57. Can I, can I ask you an important question? Yes. You know the the Uruguayan hooker, Kessler, Kessler? Yeah. yeah. Yes. A German surname. Do you think his look, do you think his look is ironic? Do you think he's doing it the same way as... Um... Jack, could you do, do do you think he's taking the piss with the the porn star moustache and the mullet, or do you think I he's think like he's no, this, this is my look? I think it's actually his look. I found him in a game that it's very much his look. I've seen it. Uh, he's playing against the South American fifteen in a World Cup game, and he had that look. Oh, but maybe he had it for this. He could be. This could be a very meta joke on his on his part. Yeah, you know, like, like, I don't know. Is he the ultimate hipster? Or is he the ultimate redneck? I don't know. He's one of the two, though. <laughs> Who knew that actually, yeah, the hipster central was in Uruguay? Well, we think the scales align. The scale's actually a circle. And he, he's sort of, he's gone full circle. Or not, or even hasn't started the circle at all. I'm not sure. Well, what, uh, Uruguay have legalized marijuana, so that makes it even more hipster to be to to be in Uruguay. Perhaps I'm not saying that all hipsters smoke weed, but they, they most certainly don't. They might cycle a lot of them, but uh, okay, I'll keep my thoughts hipsters to myself. Adam, Adam, I feel, I feel, I feel you about to offend a lot of people. So. Feel yeah. hate mail incoming. Yeah, sorry. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine many self-identifying hipsters listen to this pod. I don't know. We are reportedly the 14th most listened to sports podcast in South Africa on Spotify. As you can see, I keep like dropping down to like level of classification. Yeah, but I, I, I was actually looking at that, at that list. I think we the top South, South African, African yeah. South African one listened to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to... Because all the other ones, they're like Premier League ones and Formula One ones and then same as the Apple. Andy Good podcast. Yeah, same as Apple. I know the Cape Epic podcast, A, I did not know they had a podcast, so good on them. I know they're above us, but a very cursory look, really like the 90s on Apple in South Africa. Um, I didn't see anything else beyond that that looked obviously South African. I didn't click on all of them. I didn't have time, but... Uh, yeah, but I would guess the Cape Epic podcast can't go all year round, surely. Probably not. Is it a Cape Epic time? I really have no idea when it's held. I just know it's a big deal. Yeah, no. For apparently, it's pretty hectic. Uh, and you could probably do it. Yeah. Just do the Cape Epic. Yeah, it's just, it's just like paddling. If the pod wants to me, I'll do it. It's just like paddling. We'll sponsor you, but like without money. Like 35k and silly. Uh, this is the problem. Fuck. We don't even have. How much do you need? To, we're not even on how Patreon. How much is it to sponsor? I think it's like 35 grand a person. Fuck. We're not Entry even on, we're not even on Patreon. Like okay, so if you if if someone out there wants to start a Patreon, a Patreon, whatever account for us and donate thirty five grand, Ed will do the Cape Epic. Yeah, like the fact of the that matter is like this this podcast has been running at a net loss. 
ever since it started. <laughs> sure, what do we bleed? We yeah. bleed like seven, U- seven US dollars a month or whatever. Ten. Ten. I bleed the ten US dollars a month for the nine ninety five, and then I have to collect the money every three months from New York's. So you owe me this much. I, 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 I squared you. I think we're good, Adam. No, we are. I you're gave you lots of money last every, time. Everyone, you everyone, yeah, you did. You actually paid like in advance. Or Matt forgot. Yeah. And then I did then like maybe a month later. <laughs> so and, and, basically, and just riding, riding I, the wave. I paid I, I, I paid for the pod for like a year. Yeah. And, and it's just riding the wave right now. You know, I will not yeah. Yeah, and 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 to full project is working quite well. Yeah. Um <laughs> Your yours is budget budget neutral. Uh, right, so we've been meandering a little bit. The the last and what a cracker this game is to wrap up the pool stages at the uh, stadium in Yokohama. If it's not moved, Japan versus Scotland. I've been fiddling with my own super pick. I went from Scotland by one to Japan by six. I've now gone back to Scotland by one. I I feel like Scotland are the sort of team Japan could could be beaten quite handily by. Again, ironically, but Japan. It is I'm the obvious because I know they lost in 2015. But Japan are also a very different creature compared to 2015. Uh, it's a terribly tough one to pick. So, gentlemen, what are you, what are your thoughts on this one? It's so hard because my is Japan. My heart is Japan. I, yeah, so does mine. I think my head's Japan as well. But but there's there's also this weird there's like this extra mental element. Where if Japan just gets a bonus point, they're fine. So I, I know like what the coach is going to be saying to them: play this game to win this game, play this game to win this game. But in the back of all the players' heads, they're going to just be like, "We just need a bonus point. We just need to prevent them from getting a bonus point. We just so it's going to so there's going to be a lot of like weird sort of undercurrents in the game, I think as well, that are going to. So it's, it's going to be a, and then at the same time, Scotland are going to be like, well, fuck, we need to go out there and we need yeah, to. That's that's my thinking, at this stage. We we need to we need to uh, basically score four tries and win. Yes. Wait, so know. so then then you wonder, are they gonna are they gonna always make the best decision to win the game? Because, would you think they're gonna kick for poles at uh, take any penalty kicks for poles? No, they can't have Japan pick up a bonus point. So you're on the money there. They have to beat Japan and have to beat them handily, but also not let them score three. But no, no, no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Actually, if they tied with Japan, they will go through and head-to-head. It's a real mindfuck, isn't it? <laughs> you talk yeah, about this. It. They actually use Japan and Scotland as the example to demonstrate the whole weird um, tied system. So it's actually playing I out. Like, I like the system, yeah. though. Like, I think... It, it makes sense. Do it. Yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, the thing is, yeah, so, the teams won't all, unfortunately, including Ireland, be in the same score, which is a pity. If that was the case, that would be very interesting. But, but then I think it could well, no, then, then, then if three teams are on the same score, it's points difference. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, if, if the head-to-head record isn't, isn't the breaker. I feel like you've just convinced me more to just slightly increase my margin on Scotland, to be honest. No. Man. I don't know, because also Japan are getting all this... Japan are under so much pressure. And they're getting all the red they... favoritism. Yeah, but they... Oh, I don't... 
Fuck, I, I really don't know. Oh, look, okay, I'll, I'll give you... I'm just going to change my super pick. I'm going to say Scotland by 10. Sorry, I know that sounds wildly optimistic, but I do feel they might just, uh, you know, really put on a performance in Japan, come back into the game. And I, I, I do feel if, if Scotland win, they're going to win by quite a lot, actually. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, but Japan do it. I'm, I'm going Japan on this one. All right, by what? Yeah, no, I'm going. I'm going Japan. Let, let, let's let, let's keep the dream. Overall, adamant negativity. Yeah, no, that, that's how it works. So at least I get a chance to go to. I told you so, Ireland. So uh, just because Scotland play in the color of his favorite team, that he's drawn to supporting them. Uh, the Lions sometimes play in a, in a blue ch- ch- change kit. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch, end, but okay. Well, it's actually tartan. Well, I want the shoulders anyway. All right, so you're saying Japan's going to win. By what score? Yeah, I'm going to say by... 7-4. Okay, 7-4. Uh, do you want to take 6? Do, do, no, no, say say by 1. Because okay. then we can cover uh, an arrow. Yeah. No, I get the margin point. Uh, all right. There, there we have it. Um, just to quickly run you through our predictions. We have just said... Australia by 35 over Georgia, New Zealand by 41 over Italy, uh, England by 15 over France, Ireland 31 by, over Samoa, uh, the big one, Namibia, 9 over Canada, Tonga beating the USA by 9, Wales beating Uruguay by 57, and Japan by 1. Um, very interesting times. Final question, uh, would you rather play Japan or Ireland in the quarterfinal if you South Africa? J- Japan. Mm, indeed. I think we, people forget it that we put like 47 points on them yeah. like a month ago. And Ireland, <laughs> I don't know, Ireland, they, they, yeah, I'd rather play Japan. I just feel we have the, have the measure. Hence, Russia. It'll, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a more entertaining game playing Japan. Yeah, no, totes very much more on the line, and that, that's going to do it for this episode of Walking Weekly. Do, hmm? do you know? Do you know what'll piss me off though? Because imagine hypothetically, okay, we get Japan. We beat Japan. Then, who would our semi-final be against then? Wales. One of Wales. No, but then France do a France. Beat Uh, Wales somehow. Then France do a France, and we just hammer France in the final. And then everyone will accuse us of having another really easy... um, And then Ireland beat New Zealand, you know, like... Oh, I don't know if I'll actually be angry about that or not if we just win the uh, World I Cup because we just get all the least resistance. I, yeah, I, th- I think you're overthinking it. Um, I, yeah. You can say what they want, I don't Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I'm, 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 in front. Yeah, you can only beat who's in front of you. Well, right. We did lose yeah. to New Zealand in the first game, which isn't great. So we've got that against us. No. Um, I, no, whoever wins, wins. Let's, let's not give, give fodder to, to the fire. Okay. Yeah, but we we had to we had to lose to New Zealand so we can get the sweet Japan quarterfinal. Yeah, it's all part of Russi's very, plan. To be fair, Russi is a very meticulous planner. He knew this was happening all along. Yes, you can see in the post-match conference he's quite lie about it about do, losing. Do, 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 you think, do you think Russi is the only person ever to have a perfect Super Brucey season on Super Rugby? <laughs> every 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 bonus point, every <laughs> like uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, okay, on that note, talking about Rusty Rasmus' Super that's that's going to wrap it up for episode four of, I 
think it's four. Jesus, am I, is it really four? Yes, it is. Episode four of, of the RB World Cup Weekly. We're going to do one more episode next week. Just pretty much uh, chatting about the previews um, that we've just done. Interviews and looking at the quarterfinals. Following that, once we move really deep into the tournament, we, will, we won't be doing the weekly anymore just due to the lack of action and rather just tackling the stuff on the pod on Sunday, uh, the main episode. Also, watch out for Phil and Ant. Um, actually, wait. Phil's going to Japan. Well, Ant might just well, yo, we, we, himself. We, we don't know. I just I just get sent to the gonna have, but, but, but we're getting the new, our newer segment, Fill Me In. Yeah, that's right. Fill Me In from Japan. We, we're totally going to do it. Um, Phil? Uh, sorry, Phil. Uh, ben, thank you very much for joining uh, and, us. And th- this, this is why you can't do the epic, because we used all our Patron money. What's it called? Pa- Patreon? Pa- Patreon, Patreon, yeah. We used yeah, all that money on sending. We used it all sending full to Japan. What is the better usage of the funds? It is more regular related. I mean, I think if I'd cycled next to Joel for the whole epic, maybe I could like tease out some nuggets from him. But I think sending one of our members to Japan is probably more relevant. I think it's, so. Yeah, it's probably more relevant. For the brand. Maybe next time. All the money Phil has saved from not having to pay into the SoundCloud account. That, that was the key differentiator in him going to Japan, I, I think. Yeah, it's, it's that extra. <laughs> we, we all looked at our bank accounts were all like, like whatever, 42 US dollars shy of going to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, thank you very much for joining us. I hope I hope uh, your child is not asleep. Yeah, he, he said my wife wanted to sleep. Nice. Well, I think he just kind of passed out, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, try, try so hard. Uh, and, and thank you very much uh, for fulfilling in. Haha, <laughs> full. Get it's it. a pleasure. Um, are you going to send through a stat attack at some point, like a few minutes of soliloquy by yourself? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, you said it through for, we'll, we'll for a review, I think. That's fair. We'll publish it. Um, I think <laughs> we do a, a toes wrap up um, after, you know, not crashing on your toes in the next couple of days, and then we'll do, um, yeah, we'll there'll be some type of quarterfinal review. Okay, I look forward to it. I, I know that it will come and, out. And, out of and can't, can't you can't you get another tree from your office who who doesn't watch any rugby and is just pure numbers, and you just give him the data and he just analyzes. That, that's possible. That would be very interesting. Yeah, just, yeah, actually, I'd just say, just say, what do you... I, like, give him two teams' data and be like, Yo, what, what do you think? Like, what do you think he's going to win? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see who you think is going to win. And we will be back on Sunday for, for the pod. Very much uh, post the Japan game, I assume. So I, I likely won't be present. Full will be, just to regale us on what his trip to Japan will entail. And uh, if you have been listening, thank you so much. We very much appreciate all our listeners uh, who, who make us the 14th best sports podcast in South Africa and the 90-odd best spot co- sports podcast on South Africa on Apple. You know, we, we couldn't have done it without you. We will catch you on Sunday. Thanks very much.